Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. Uh, but thank you all so much for being here. It's good to see you. We are going to keep things pretty simple today and just like work on feeling good. Like feel good now, feel good later. Like that means we're going to start in child's pose whenever you finish your coffee. Yeah. Or just at least that sip of it, you know. All right. Take a few moments to let things get quiet in your space. Even if the space around you is not so quiet, be one within you, the space that you are, has that opportunity. You start to take slow, steady breath. As a practice and to notice how you feel when that's your practice. You don't need to be perfect at it. You'll never need to perform it, right? Like no one's ever going to ask you, how good are you at yoga breathing? I mean, if they do, they have bigger issues. But this is just for you. This is something only you see and experience. And it's allowed to be however you want it to be. Whenever we're seeking to get out of the practice, starting at a peaceful inner environment is going to help. If you want to work really hard and challenge your body, peaceful inner environment is going to allow you to do that. It's your day to feel really relaxed and open. Peaceful inner environment is going to help. So keep that as we start to move. Priority number one, keep your inner space peaceful. Next inhale, come on up to hands and knees. Take a few rounds of cat and cow. Move your spine around. If you have other variations on this, you want to move side to side, round in circles, anything goes. As long as it allows you to keep a steady focus on your breath. Just steady, peaceful rhythm. That's getting enhanced by the way you're moving your body. Bring this back to a center line. You take your time and get here when you're complete. Walk your hands forward. Tuck your toes. Just going to take a moment to press the hips back and down, stretching the feet. Walk your hands closer to you if you want a little more leverage. Just to start that with the acknowledgement that this is not a forceful thing. This is just adding to something that's already good, making it better. If it's starting to feel like you're forcing it, like you're shoving or uh, that you're in some kind of like punishment or discipline, like just walk your hands forward and just take the time to notice how your shoulders, your upper back, could you soften there? And then slow release of that. We're going to walk the hands back forward. 
and up into down dog you go. Take your time and right after that foot stretch, just pay really close attention to your feet. Let them be still for a moment. Set your gaze. Let the gaze take in this alignment of your feet and the action of your feet. So the feet, let them get still about hip distance apart. They could be wider if your low back wants some space. And when you look at your feet, without any judgment, we're not inspecting the toenails. There's no pedicure needed for anyone. But are your toes grabbing the mat? Is one of them grabbing the mat? Are two of them hugging each other? Can you just gently lift and spread? And if not, that's not, not a problem. But can you gently lift and spread all ten of your toes? And if not, just note what's going on. If there's no pain, there's no problem. If there's pain, you just stop at any time. Bend your knees just slightly more than they are now. Whatever you got, just slightly more. Press your hands down and send your hip crease up. Then back. Good. Breath in. And open your mouth. Let it out. Clear out. Yeah, really nice. And look forward to your hands and walk forward. We'll take ragdoll. You're going to go feet wide apart. Could be mat distance, somewhere around there. Bend your knees, chest to thighs. So really, uh, just check in. Feet are about mat distance apart. When we say about, we're talking within a few inches. And that's a, just a, an alignment point of this particular pose. Bend your knees enough that you can stay centered that you can let your head drop, that you get this line of your spine from your sacrum at your hips, down through the low back, the rib cage, the back of your neck, and your head as the center of your pose. And imagine all the muscles around that just softening so you decompress, right? Decompressed, peaceful pose doesn't necessarily mean it's a comfortable pose. You may be trying to fidget to get your way out of this. Bring yourself back to center. Right? Those little movements that just take you out of the sustained posture, they are preventing your body from opening up. Feels good. And sometimes you do it just to feel good. Right? So take this way out. Drop your head. Have a breath. Open your mouth and let it go. And you will find swaying and movement in our practice when we're really intentional about it, but not to avoid hard things. Release your hands to the mat. Walk your feet together. We're going to press the feet down and inhale. Rise up to standing mountain pose. Plug your feet in. Lift and spread the toes. Squeeze your arms. Lift and spread your fingers. What does it feel like from your feet to your hands when you light up like that? And then keep that action through your body as you bring hands to heart center. Let your toes be relaxed on your mat without gripping. Breath in. And again, a breath out through your mouth. Notice each of those has gotten more peaceful over the course of just a few minutes. 
I'm going to start with Sun A. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. We'll do a few different variations. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Here, when you exhale, you're going to plant your hands and step back to a high plank, and that is all. Breathe all the way out here. Press the floor. Knees down. We're going to up dog from there. Downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Look forward. Walk or lily hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. And breathe out. Fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high plank, knees down. We're going to the floor. Slide your arms back by your sides. Come up for locust. Squeeze the legs. Squeeze the arms. Back of your neck long. And release down slowly. Hands under elbows. Press up hands and knees. Tuck your toes. Down dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Press your feet down. Draw your heart forward. And exhale. Fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, high plank. Knees down, chest down to the floor. You're gonna keep your hands where they are, pull them Back as you take cobra. Good. Release down slowly. Then push the hands down. Hands and knees to down dog. Nice. Look forward. Walk or lily hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold. One more round. Breathe in. Reach up. Squeeze your legs. Squeeze your arms. Fan your toes and fingers. Exhale. Fold. Breathe in. Lift half width. Plant your hands. Step back. High to low push-up. As you lower, push the floor. Right. Chaturanga, you should send mixed messages. Breathe in, upward facing dog. That might be our next t-shirt. Your chaturanga should send mixed messages. Downward facing dog. Breath in here. And breath out through your mouth. I probably should explain that one. Come forward to a high plank. Right. So to keep yourself light in a high plank, you press into the floor. 
take a few moments and just really push the floor away. <laughs> like you are not an inanimate object. You are a human being trying to stay up above the pull of gravity. And you push the floor. Go ahead and press back to down dog. And then bring your knees down, come to child's pose, because we're going to do quite a bit of arm and shoulder stuff here. So have breath in here, just, just clear it. Empty out. And inhale your way up to down dog. And down dog, the, with this exhale, you push the floor, but you push it forward. Because you're trying to, the, the leverage points get your hips up and back. And come forward to a high plank as you breathe in. And you push the floor to stay light here. Right? You felt that? Keep that. Then all you're doing when you come to Chaturanga is bend your elbows. Don't even go halfway down, but push the floor. Continue to push the floor as you bend your elbow. So you're lowering, which is still pushing the floor away. Then back up to high plank and back to down dog. Knees to your mat. Take child's pose again. Breathe there. That will be the end of the Chaturanga tutorial. Promise. But every single time, we come through a lot of these, right? So it's like really, really important because we do them so often that we stay really, really aware. Right? And that's going to make you stronger and it's going to make you safer. Push the floor away even as you bend your elbows. Right? That pushing the floor away will activate core body muscles to lift up. Right? And it'll be a safer way for your shoulders to move through. It'll be a way for you to have more control over how fast your body is moving into gravity. And it's kind of just a simple concept. You don't have to think about a lot about alignment. You don't have to think a lot about anything. Just push the floor when you're on your hands. Breathe in. Right here, like, do not push the floor at all. As you breathe out, let your body just get really heavy and down into this pose. So just, this pose benefits from that. Right? Planks benefit from pressing down. Next inhale, come on up to down dog. Getting it, press the floor down and forward. Continue that as you take your right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog. You'll point and a flex and a roll of the ankle around. Bend the knee, open your hip. Press both hands down evenly. What'll happen here is we'll like kind of shift into one. See if you can get into both. Breath in, squeeze your upper leg. Find any muscle you can to lift your upper knee. Then when you exhale, come forward. Knee in toward your chest, push the floor and step into a low lunge. And a little uh, breath pattern here of inhale, straighten the front leg and exhale, bend into the front leg. Inhale, straighten. And exhale, bend. If you want more range of motion, feel like you could use some more range of motion in this particular sequence, blocks under the hands are really good to give you a little more of that. Two more rounds. Back into the low lunge and just gently bring the back knee down. Press into your front foot. So push with the front foot as you come up, Anjaniyasana. 
Arms reach up. Foot's pressing down. Squeeze muscle the bone in your arms. Fan the fingers. Back toes can be tucked. They can be uh, turned under. Your choice there. The toenails or pads of the toes on the floor. Back foot's going to press the mat too. Breathe in. When you breathe out, arms down and out to the sides like cactus arms, like you do an imaginary pull-up. Elbows down and in, a little W shape, even down to your sides. Then squeeze the shoulder blades together on your back like sliding doors back there. When you exhale, elbows together in front. Maybe they meet, maybe they don't. Not a big deal. Then join the hands, lace the fingers, knuckles up. Again, Anjaniasana. Only exhale, hands to heart center. Then the mat, we're going to shift back to half monkey. Also known as just get out of that hip flexor pose. Press your front heel down. Press your back foot down. Big surprise. And that may be a big surprise. What happens to your hamstring when you do that? Soften your arms, your shoulders, throat and face. On an inhale, rock forward again to your low lunge. Right hand's going to come inside the right foot. And you're going to take the right leg out to the side, like a straddle. The uh, right foot's in line with your left knee. If you look at this, uh, you've got left knees taking hands and knees. Right leg decided to do a straddle thing. We're going to take the right elbow up towards the ceiling and then open. Good. Twisting gate pose here and then down and through the standing limbs for a thread the needle. Reach. Press your right foot into the floor. And inhale up and open. Press the foot into the floor, actually, both feet. And then down and through. Up and open. And down and through. Up and open. Um, as you come down, bring right hand in line with the left. We're going to take the right foot back behind. Then circle the right arm up and over into a kneeling side bend. The right foot is flat to the floor. It's kind of like a side plank, a kneeling side plank, but instead... The focal point here will be taking the top arm toward the front wall, palm down. Rotate the palm toward the floor, pinky finger rotating down toward the floor. And then you're pressing your back heel down, reaching through the ring and pinky finger tip of that upper arm. See if you could rotate open a little more, right shoulder on top of the left. As your chest rotates open, rotate your arm the other way. Two spirals there, chest toward the ceiling, palm toward the floor, breath in. Breath out, right hand down, sit back, child's pose. So that your whole body just went on a little journey there. And just what's going on? What are you feeling? Not what you think about what you're feeling, but what you're feeling. Not what you're labeling what you're feeling, but what you're feeling. 
And so it just doesn't really need words. You don't have to caption your feelings. And there's sensation, there's your noticing, you're just picking up on stuff. Again, this is your inner practice. This is for no one else. This is for you. So much of life is lived outwardly. And that's a good thing. Right? And like so much of our life is lived outwardly on like the internet, and I'm not sure that's a good thing. But here, like, this is like this is low tech inside job. What are you feeling? This is for you. Next inhale, come on up to downward facing dog. On an inhale. Left leg up and back behind you. As you do that, press your hands down and forward. Feel what a difference it makes. And keep that as you bend the knee, open the hip. And right weight will shift, and the right hand will start to probably get heavier. Instead, both hands down evenly. Feel that again. Jazz hands into the floor. Squeeze the arm, send the leg up and back. Find whatever outer thigh muscles you can find to lift the knee. Then exhale, come forward, knee into your chest. This is a plank pose with the knee in. Press your hand into the floor. Feel what a difference it makes. Give you some more space to step lightly into a low lunge. And uh, here, good place if you got blocks you want to use for uh, more height or moral support, whichever one. Uh, rock back and forth with the breath pace, going back to the sun A rhythm. Breath in and breath out. It's slow. Why is it slow? So you can feel things. Right. So you can keep your breath pace, keep that peaceful inner environment. And dial into how your body's working from the bones of your feet up through your legs, through your spine, to your jaw muscles, to that like, space between your eyebrows. Right, like, your shoulders, elbows, wrists, and hands. Every single pose we're going to practice, every single flow we got, every single part of your body has a job. Next round, we come back to the lunge. Pause here, back knee down, and turn the back foot or keep it. Press into your front foot. Feel the difference between pressing and not pressing. Right? Which one's going to get you up to Anjani Asana? Right? The press, you know that. And then lift up from the foot. Right. So a lot of us will try to lift up an Anjani Asana from the hands. I'm going to show you the difference. You stay in Ukutasana, or you stay in Anjani Asana. Right? So a lot of us, uh, just because hands there, they're busy stuff, will push off the blocks. If that uh, feels like you, it's okay. What we want to be doing, the, uh, the part of the body that's stabilizing us is the feet. Move from the feet. Right? The arm's job is to kind of express into this you know, uplift, not to push you there. The arms pushing is using momentum. The feet pushing the mat 
is using what's called ground reaction force. You don't have to know that. Uh, but it's your body rebounding, the entire body. So you're not just shoving your rib cage up. You're activating your entire body to keep everything together. When you exhale, pull the elbows down, heart up. Then squeeze shoulder blades together. And we'll bring arms together up front. Exhale. Elbows might touch, they might not. Lace the hands, knuckles up. And Janiyasana. And hands to heart center, right? And because you stayed in your feet, you're not going to have to rush this. You can just put your hands down super lightly. Body stays in place. Then from your feet, press yourself back to half monkey. Breathe in and breathe out. And so much of a yoga practice is learning to live in our full body again. We live mostly in our head. And uh, the, the hands, we're mostly directing our hands throughout our day. Whether you're scrolling on your phone, typing on your computer, driving your car. So if we're not paying attention to our full body, our hands and arms will for sure do all of this. We will drag ourselves through anything. We have dragged ourselves through everything. We've been there. We've done that. Here, you're just a little more mindful, a little more skillful. And there are no shortcuts in the process, so you have to stay here fully. There's no way to feel your feet and be lost in a, a mind you know, pinball machine or mental hamster wheel. I was going to say a mind, you know what? And um, I didn't say that word. And so I just feel like I should um, get credit. Um, cleaning up the language. This is a family show. Next inhale. You know what I'm going to say, though, because you, you know me. <laughs> Forward to uh, low lunge. In the low lunge, you're going to bring your hands down inside the front foot. And then left leg out to the side like a straddle. Take time setting this up. So basically what your body is, uh, is forming is hands and knees with the hands on the right chin, and then you've got the left. We're going to take the left elbow up and open. So you're in a in twisting gate pose, and then down and through to that thread needle. Rest into the three points on the floor, the hand, the back foot, the outside foot as you open, right, and come down and through. As you're moving into these, do it with a bent elbow, with your hand close to your shoulder. Stack the shoulders, then reach the arms straight up so your arm's not going behind you. Check, check in. Look, make sure the hand is vertical up there, then down and across. Right? So a lot of times the arm, again, the brain, uh, closest to the hands, most of them, let the arm do this work. Instead, do the action of turning your rib cage, then stack the arm. Precisely. So down and through, you turn your rib cage, like all the way, turn the rib cage. And then up and open, stack the shoulder, open the arm, stay here, breathe in, stack, reach up, press the standing hand down, push down to the floor. Are you there? Then left hand comes down, just down to fingertips is going to help us take the left leg back behind. So for, uh, like a kneeling side plank, 
but then left arm up and around, kneeling side bend. Right. So you're going to take the top arm toward the front wall, kind of like a side angle pose. And then the palm is going to rotate toward the floor the easy way. Press your standing hand down. Rotate the chest toward the sidewall. Rotate your chest toward the ceiling. Then opposite spiral with your arm. Arm spirals pinky down. The more your chest rolls up, the more you'll rotate the pinky down. Back heel presses down. Reach your ring and pinky fingertip. And then exhale. Left hand down. Left knee down. Sit back. Child's pose. And again, a lot to feel. You feel the texture of the mat underneath you, the support of the floor underneath. You feel your breath move in and out. Like when in doubt, if you can't feel anything else, you can feel an inhale and exhale and how that's going. Right. And then you feel in your body by feeling your breath. You can start with the rib cage. You can start with the, the space around your collarbones or shoulder blades, your throat, wherever you feel it. It's radiating your attention through your whole body. It's valuable time to reconnect with your body just as it is today. This place where you live. Whatever our thoughts about it is just like they're just not they're not useful. Our respect for our body is useful. Respecting our body is listening to it, using it well for the tasks and incredible things our body can do. Make the most of all of those. But our thoughts, our judgments, our criticisms, our worries, right? they just don't do our body any favors and they're not respectful to it. Be at least as respectful to your body as you would be to someone else's. It's a good guide for this. Next, inhale, come on up to down dog. We're going to look forward and walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, bow forward. Rest your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. I'm going to turn to go with you and bring hands to heart center and pause. A non-traditional take on some of our poses of this month. Start with tree. When you exhale, press both feet down into the floor. Squeeze your legs, draw in through your waistline, lift your heart. When you inhale, let your right foot slide up your inner thigh, right knee turns to the side, arms up. When you exhale, hands in, foot slides down, and grounds us all. Inhale left, foot slides up, and the arms reach. You're building from the ground up and taking it apart from the top down. You're going to move with your breath pace through these. I'm going to get out of this so that I don't set your pace. Keep your gaze set. Feel for your balance and your breath. That's a pretty simple move. Right? It's not easy. 
Right? But it also, it doesn't allow, like the, the, the simplicity, the elegance of this doesn't allow for any posturing or any fussing. Right? Yeah, good, good, good. Checking with your jaw, your face, and what's going on with the expression, communication here. See if you can keep an even, steady pace. Right? The body's going to try to get a little faster when it comes to moving the foot, uh, particularly back down toward the floor. Right. And so you can find that just rhythm. And just a steady metronome of breath that's keeping things on track and peaceful. And wouldn't that be a great life that was on track and peaceful? Really good. One more round through each side. And when you finished, you'll just bring yourself back and stand in meditation. Pause and anything that you noticed, you learned, you felt. If you didn't hear that we're ending up now, I'm totally cool. We're both sides done. You're good. Take in this moment. And then inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And then exhale, plant your hands, step back, high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Really good. Breathe out, downward facing dog. All right, come on down to your knees. And the shin bones, tops of your feet, pressing down. If you want to use a, um, if you'd like to pad your knees, you can definitely use a blanket or some of those um, kneeling blocks, the kneeling pads back there, or at your house, whatever you got. If you are kneeling, you're going to try to use your props so that your kneecaps are in front of it uh, rather than on it. So if I'm, if I have my kneecaps on the thing, it pads them, but I'm still putting my weight right down to my kneecap, kneecaps. And my hips are going to thrust forward. So we just kind of put the shin bones on the prop and the shin bones press down. When the shin bones and feet press down, something different happens. So just want to get to the place where you can feel your shin bones grounding you. And then absolute favorite way to do camel uh, or partial camel. So you're up on your shins and knees are hip distance apart. That's important. We're going to start with just shoulder shrug. Big shoulder shrug. Breathe in. Breathe out. Let the shoulder shrugs take that entirety. Just like we're doing a tree. So breathe in. The shoulders come up. Breathe out. The shoulder blades come down. This is just a feel-good thing. Right? But you're also tapping into the breath pattern. So really aware of what you're doing. Then we're going to allow this to become a one-shoulder-at-a-time thing. So you'll start with just the right. Inhale to the shoulder. Exhale back and down. 
and then we'll go inhale to the shoulder. Exhale back and a little more back. Let your chest rotate with it. So we're still on the right side. Those of you who just changed, uh, come back to the right. Right shoulder up. Rotate even further this time. So the chest is going with you each time. Hips are staying right over the knees for now. Shoulders coming up, breathe in. Shoulders going back and down each time. A little more movement through the uh, rib cage. Good. Now what we're going to add to this, same thing we're doing. We're going to come up, down, exhale. Bring this in and pause. Stop motion when you're upright. So breathe in. Breathe out and stop the motion between sets or between reps. Reps. Sounds like we're at the gym. I don't know what we call these. You get it. Like between circles. One more. Get to the point where you pause, you stop. That's a lot of abdominal work to stop action. And pause. Feel the two sides of your body. Then we'll go for the other side. We're going to start really simply. So that first round is just your left shoulder up toward your ear. And then down. And in the second round, left shoulder up to the ear. Turn the body to the side. And so this is, again, getting a bigger rotation each time. And that's not your neck, right? Your neck, you can turn your head if you want. But it's rib cage that you're moving. Right? It's getting the twist get a little bigger each time until with that twist, the entire rib cage, as far as you go, comfortably and safely today, is turned. Then add on a little pause at center. And you go again. That stopping motion is a function of your abdominals. We think about them kind of moving to move us, but the other thing they do and they really uh, are important for is stability. And when we train stopping motion, right, it's, a, it's a really important piece of the puzzle. Have one more of those. Then we'll pause. It sends you stop motion. We're going to sit back to child's pose just to uh, mainly get off the, uh, get off the knees. So uh, take the knees wide. Let your chest drop through. So if you've been here a few minutes, you know where we're going with this. Absolute favorite ab exercise of all time. So tomorrow you might, um, you know, if you go to a comedy show tomorrow, it might hurt to laugh. Just going to say. And please, if you can go to a comedy show on a Monday, please do. Like, just go. It would be more likely that you'll be scrolling TikTok or something and laughing at somebody making a... But I hope you feel this tomorrow. Come on up to your shins. We're going to take this side to side, to right to left. And we are trying for full range of motion, but here's the deal. We're trying for full range of motion. 
that has, I'm going to do it. You don't do it because you won't be able to see it. That has full range of motion, tapping the heel, coming up, and stopping. Really important. The most important thing you're going to do is stop. It's not touching the heel. It's stopping up here. That's going to have the, that's going to show you how much control you have. So in other words, I could do, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell hmm, This is actually kind of fun, but I have no control. I got spaghetti arms going. I'm not really turning my rib cage um, because it would be unsafe if I were starting to turn my rib cage. With this, we're going to go inhale, exhale action. It's stopping. So you can inhale, exhale. And uh, I think it kind of like when you're, uh, if you've ever like uh, kayaked or anything and you pull an oar through the water, that's the kind of feeling when you come up. It's going to be a lot in here. If you've ever kayaked after not kayaking for a long time, you know what that feels like. So here we go. You have breath in and a breath out. And you're just going to be really intentional with your breath, starting with the right side. Breathe in. That's going to go up and back to maybe your heel. You can tuck them under if you want. And then exhaling is coming back to center. And then the other side up and back. And then the exhale, drawing you back to center that or through the water. I actually love that imagery. So if you want to imagine that you're just trailing your hands through some water right now, I don't know. I mean, if you're if you're that kind of person, if, you, if you're the kind of person who trails your hand outside of a boat when you're in it, definitely visualize that. I won't say who among us is that kind of person, but if you like a little whimsy, give it a little whimsy. Just stop when you get upright. Again, back, pull through, and stop it upright. Do one more set and just really dial in. Is it full rotation for you? And back at center, you got that pause. We're gonna sit back again to child's pose. And then just like uh, by show of thumbs, this is a feelings check. By show of thumbs, who felt that in their abdominals? Yeah, cool. Oh, good. I feel like we're playing that game. Remember that game in grade school that like, like thumbs up, seven up? Did anyone play that? Yeah. <laughs> I love that we just had thumbs up for that. <laughs> and that made my day. That made my third grade brain's day. Yeah, I love that game. You have to put your head down on the desk and it was dark in the classroom. It was awesome. Sorry to all the teachers out there. that. Uh, yeah. But that, that was like the best part. All right. So you felt your abdominals there. That was the point. That is how we come out of camel when we're doing the uh, the OG version, when we're doing the, the, the straight up back bend. So that's what we're going to focus on first, though, right here, because they've been intense for a while. Let your belly get soft. It's okay. Nobody's watching. Nobody can even see it in this positioning. And breathe in as much as you can. Not forcefully, just knees are wide, so there's no impediment to you. So if you're resting your belly on your thighs, go ahead and take your knees wider, right? and get the chest and the belly between the legs. So no impediment to your abdominals being as resilient as they can be. And so we have this weird culture where like, you know, it's really important that we suck our belly in all the time. And like, if that, that's, that's beyond, that's BS. Uh, you need your abdominals to be resilient 
in all the directions they move. One of those directions is outward. Especially if you tend to get tense, uptight, anxious, learning to take deep belly breath, the breath doesn't go to the belly, but the belly moves, requires the ability to relax your abdominals. And the relaxation of the abdominals is why that stuff works when we're stressed, tense, anxious. So get that here. Don't worry. We'll use them again. And they will not stretch out. Like they're already that, you know, just like, don't worry about that part. With your next inhale, walk your knees in, get them about hip distance apart. Come on up to your kneeling posture and then uh, I'm going to tuck your toes under. We'll all tuck the toes under because that is a, uh, you know, if you want to do something else later, you can. Right. So you're up, you're kneeling. If this really isn't comfortable for you, feel free not to. We're going to all let our hips come back just a little. Don't tell the yoga police, but this is totally fine. From this, breathe in. Shoulders to your ears. Breathe out. Take your arms back. And without trying too hard, right? If, it ha- if you have to work too hard for it, it is it's not worth it. But if you can, touch your heels. It's cool to let your hips come a little back. Do I want to sit back toward my heels? No. But do I want my hips back a little from my knees? Yes. Then you lift your chest up, make your hands really light, as light as they can be. This is kind of like, congratulations, you can touch your heels. Now, don't touch them so hard. Really good. This looks great. So your gaze is, your gaze is kind of up, like you were looking at like the winter sun or something, where it's just a really nice basking in this, this warm glow. That's where you want, that's what you look like at least. But what we're going to do is we're going to imagine that oar pulling through the water with both arms. Next exhale, you come up and stop motion upright. <laughs> really good. I'm back to down dog or child's pose. I won't even like, I mean, I'd like to see that again just because I like to like really see that again. It was beautiful. But uh, we'll, call, we'll call ourselves good in the camp today. Uh, that was really good, actually. A breath in. Breath all the way out. Look through your hands. Come on down to uh, seated and then onto your back. Mm -hmm. Down onto your back. Knees into your chest. Give them a good hug. Just a, a good hug. Breath in through your nose that you let out through your mouth. Bonus there, we got so much spinal mobility and ab work, but you don't have to do it here. So we're gonna take one knee in each hand, we're gonna get right to hip stuff. And uh, one knee in each hand, we're gonna figure eight the legs around. So just all directions, any directions. And if uh, hands on knees is limiting your range of motion, for some of us it will, uh, Go ahead and let go of the knees, right? You don't have to. Uh, I do because my I have T-Rex arms, um, and they, they just don't, they're not that long. Uh, if you have long arms and uh, long enough arms to get full range of motion, keep it. Use that extra bit of uh, leverage you can get with your hands. So it's not necessarily more advanced to do it without hands. Um, just if you prefer it, if it gives you a little more, use that. Good. Come on back to center. We're going to hug 
knees in again, crossing the right ankle over the left. We barely ever do that. So if that's your jam, if you'd like to hug your knees in like this, good. Uh, bring knees in with the legs crossed, but then you're going to bring the bottom leg up into the top leg, top leg down to the bottom leg. So you're doing a little work there for it. So the legs are crossed, but they're hugging into each other as you hug them in. Keep that really firm cross. Let go of your knees. Let the legs float away from you and slowly feet to the floor. Just in that cross position, you're going to be in a reclined siddhasana, which uh, just if you just let your legs just take keep that shape as you, uh, and you can tuck one uh, ankle behind the other and you've got now basically a pose. It's like Subta Bhattakanasana, but instead of the feet pressing together, one's in front of the other. So it's a little, uh, it's a different angle for the legs. Breathe in. You'll also find that low back might rise a little off the floor here more than usual. As long as that's not painful, you're good. If it's not comfortable, let your knees lift a little bit. If it's totally comfortable, let the knees, let the thighs get heavy. Breath in. You breathe out, bring knees together, and then everything back onto your chest. The ankles are still crossed. We'll uncross here. Pause for a moment and bring heels back in line with their own sitting bones. Then left ankle over right. And hugging in. Press bottom leg up into the top leg, top leg to bottom leg. So that little hold here is requiring some work of the legs. Uh, as you hug the knees in, that's just giving a little different uh, activation of the low back stretch. But what we're really looking for is for that to stay together as you release the knees, let the knees float away from you until the sole, the edges of the feet touch the floor. And then you get this cross-ankled pose at the floor, reclined siddhasana. Uh, tuck your feet as you need to. Like Sometimes we'll come down in a position that's not comfortable, but basically it's an ankle-to-ankle cross. The high bone's heavy out to the side. Expect that this side will be different. Left, right leg crossed differently. That's good. Right. You breathe in and breathe out. And let the knees come together. The ankles are crossed. You're bringing the legs in toward you. And uncross the legs. Pause here. Curl nose to knees and knees to nose. You can gently press your way up to seated. Turn to the side of the mat you'd like for straddle. In here, to avoid problems, we'll all turn toward the love wall. Uh, always turn toward love and you'll avoid problems. That's just a way to remember that. Uh, at home, you do you. So you got straddle, and we've we've kind of discussed this a lot, but there is a angle that's right for you. 
And then it has to do with your bone structure. You don't need to get your legs any wider than that. So if you're worried about like, how do I increase? You don't, right? Find whatever range of motion you've got. Make sure it's pain-free. Sit on a block if you like. We're going to move in and out of this with a lift of the chest. You're going to cross your legs right ankle in front of left like we just had it. Yep. And then undo it. Right? Inhale out to straddle, seated upright, and exhale the cross of the ankles. Take your time. There's a breath pace involved. Breath in. Right. So uh, step one would be like you have your hands somewhere that can help you, right? Step two would be maybe take the hands out of it, maybe hands to heart, something that, you know, wherever you want to put them. Step three would be as you're moving in and out, your feet don't touch the floor, right? So that's really pulling up into hip flexors. May or may not be what you want to do. But if you don't need to activate your hip flexors anymore, that's cool. Right? Let them stay loose. Try not to lean too much out. We're not going to boat. The idea is hip mobility. So uh, even though boat is a hard pose, when we lean out of it, we decrease the need for hip mobility. When you stay upright, you're working from hips, right? Yep. Yep. And you'll find sometimes legs get heavy, right? <laughs> The only time teacher will tell you not do boat to make it harder. <laughs> but in yoga, there's like, there is, if there's a rule, like there's a way to break the rule. Always. Good. And have one more round through. Right? And this is not about perfection. You don't have to like ever do this in life, like to be upright and move your legs in and out of straddle. Just for fun, you get more mobility the more you practice. Then from your straddle, you're just going to have a little fold forward. And if you happen to just really not agree with straddle fold. It's a whole lot better than that thing we just did. <laughs> I say that for my friends who don't like straddle. This is the equivalent of me going to the gym and lifting weights and doing things like hip flux, those hip thruster things at the gym. Like I would, I'm not a happy camper when I do those, but this is like, oh, no problem. So we all have our things that we like and the things that their body like wants to do. If straddle is not one of those for you, that's okay. You don't need it to be. If straddle's great and you flop down into it easily and it comforts you to be doing this because it's like, this is your jam, or anywhere along that scale, good. Enjoy it for what it is. All we want to do with this physical practice of asana is utilize and maintain our native range of motion. That's the range of motion that our bones have when we're not under a lot of stress and tension in our body with our musculature being uptight. Right? So the shape just never matters. The sensation really does. And if it's challenging sensation, that's good. If it's comforting sensation, that's good. Somewhere in between, probably for most of us. Great. And these deep stretches for our muscles to just let go of tension. We have to be in them and be still for a bit. 
Not forever, just a bit. And that's what stretching really is. It's, it's not making your muscles any longer. If your muscles got any longer, they would not attach to your bones properly. Your muscles are the perfect length for you. Unless, you know, we're coming back from surgery, that's a different, like scar tissue is a different thing. But your muscles are the perfect length. We never try to change them. Your bones are the perfect length. Whether you have short arms, short legs, all, like whatever we think about, like this proportional thing that we got going, you're the perfect length for you. The space that you are is perfect. It's what we have today, this space of our bodies. What we're doing with this practice is just sloughing away everything that's not this. Letting all of the tensions of life and the stuff that piles up. Just letting it slide away. Letting tension be released through all areas of the body, face, throat, shoulders, the muscles of breathing, the muscles around our digestive and excretory organs, the muscles of our legs and arms, our hands and feet. Just letting them release stress and tension. That we have a more peaceful inner life. Next inhale, you slowly walk yourself in, lean a little out of this, bring your legs in, and give them a good hug to you. And then you'll make your way to Shavasana. You can go right there, it's kind of nice after a deep hip opener, or you can take some, uh, some journey of your own there. Any props, anything that makes you feel more comfortable? Catch those things along the way. And then just lay yourself out. In this body that is yours, in this incarnation of you, that is good and right and true to your life. You do at the end of the practice, lay this body down physically and figuratively to practice being in that space that is the you, is independent of the stuff of this life. That recognition we have today in this space. And it is good.
when you feel ready to move again, start by letting your breath move through. Let the waves of breath move your body and feel the parts of you that move with. You'll take that power of awareness and add the power you have for visualization, for creativity. And move your breath as if it's going through your arms and legs. It's subtle, but you can feel it because you are creating that feeling. Let that go even further into your breath, spreading your fingers and your toes. With each inhale, moving out into the body so much that it brightens and awakens the hands and feet. Let the fingers and toes gently move, shimmer themselves into life. Roll to your right side when you're ready. Have a pause there in this kind of liminal space between that deep relaxation that is solely yours. And coming up to seated where we sit together. We sit with eyes closed or eyes set gently to the floor like this. A perception of sight still working inwardly. Other senses recognizing the space we share, whether in this room or like far and wide. moment to arrange yourself well in how you're sitting, to feel good in your body, small shifts. Notice any outer shell, could it soften? Let your inner body get bright. As we do those things, we put ourselves in this posture in which we're open, available, able to share. We're in good communication with the space around us through breath in and breath out in its most natural path, most natural rhythm. We bring our hands together at heart center in a gesture of self-acknowledgement. Thumbs move from sternum, from heart center to forehead center in a salute, an appreciation for one another. That was awesome. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Awesome. Well done. Thank you guys. Super great. He thinks you're clapping for him. I know you are. You guys have a great day out there. See you soon. Hi. Nice haircut, Emily. Nice hair always.
No, you. No, you. Stop. <laughs> See ya.